let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Hey everybody, welcome into the podcast. It's another edition of the show with Sean and I talking about investing, finance, and retirement here on Retirement Elevated. And we got a new year checklist since we are a couple of weeks into it. I guess we could have maybe done this earlier, but this is our first podcast back for the new year. So we're going to run down a few basic items that you might want to have on your checklist. If you haven't done these already, make sure you do as the, the first quarter is the time we tend to think about these things. What's going on, buddy? How you doing? I'm good, man. Just uh, kicking off the new year, or I guess Groundhog Day for 2021 or 2020. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> right? Is it going to be more of the same, or uh, do we go someplace yeah. different? Yeah, that's a good point. That'll be a, that'll be the uh, the new version of the movie, right? They'll update it or some something like that. Like the COVID Groundhog yeah. Day, where every day is is the same. Yeah, that's kind of what I. That's kind of how I feel a lot of times. Uh, but anyway, let's uh, we won't go down that rabbit hole. Let's talk about some of these checklist items that we've got for the <laughs> listeners here. Since it is the new year, we do tend to think, right? New year, new me, you know, all that kind of stuff, right? Yep. Health, wealth, I'm going to turn it all around, blah, 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 blah. Well, okay, good. So actually do something that with that. And here's a few things on a checklist you could do. It's that time of the year where we typically get those little pieces of paper in that say what we had withheld. And it's a good time to think about those tax withholdings in case you want to make a change. Right. I mean, you look, we're, we're getting our W-2s and, and most people are, are excited about a big refund or upset that they've got to pay taxes. When you get those, now's a good time to take a look and say, all right, do I have enough deductions coming out of my check? Am I, am I paying enough to the government to where at the end of the year, if you're one of those people that have to write a check, uh, you don't necessarily need to. Right. Uh, or are you, is it vice versa? And you're, You've got too many deductions and you're you're getting a bigger refund or a refund towards the end of the year. Does it make sense to reduce the deductions down so you're not getting as big of a refund? And there's a couple of ways to look at that. Some people actually like that big check in April or whenever they file their taxes. It's like, man, I'm getting a big refund. I'm going to do something with it. And it's kind of a forced way of savings. Mm -hmm. But others like, man... You know, Sean, I, I don't really need the refund. I could, I would do better off with more money each and every month. Well, isn't that the goal anyway, Sean? Like, I mean, other than maybe when you were first parents and you kind of need that big refund or something like that with the old way of the tax child credits. I mean, I've always heard that ideally you want to swing for between 500 to zero in either direction. Either they owe you or you owe them, but not much more than 500. It's like a good target window, right? Zero to 500 kind of works out because then you're not loaning the government, you know, this money and then they give it back to you yeah, annually, but they're not going to pay you any, you know, interest and penalties like they're going to expect from you. Right. And and who do you trust more with your money? Do you trust yourself or the <laughs> yeah. government? Yeah, because they're, they're such paragons of good spending. Right? <laughs> it's good business practices. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, when, when you look at the uh, tax holdings, it's a good time to determine too, if you're a business owner. Yeah, true. All right. Do I need to, do I need to adjust wages? Do I need to pay quarterlies? You know, what, what are the projections for the business coming into the next year? Right. Uh, looking at that from a tax perspective, it's a it's a great time to start to, to look at those okay. you know, tax withholdings and deductions. Yep. That's number one on the list. So tax withholdings, make those adjustments if you need to. Number two, retirement account contributions. Uh, you know, if you're a football fan, you've got rack, which is uh, rack yards. You run after the catch yards. But in this case, we're talking about, do you need to pump more into it? You know, or heck, have you been lazy and not really done one at all and you need to create another one or whatever, right? Right. I mean, this is 
and I'm a I'm a big believer in in early saving, and we we preach that to our our, our team here. You know, save as much as you can, and in the various options that not only do we that we have available as a as a firm, but you know, look at let's look for other options that are that are other places that you can save that are considered after tax accounts. Mm-hmm. But when you start to look at your retirement account contributions, there's there's two things to look at that that I that I look at. One, are are you really maxing out what you can do? Are you putting as much away as you possibly can mm-hmm. yeah. to either get the tax benefit, but more importantly, save for your future? And if you're over 50, you've got you know extra. They're giving you extra at that point, these contra- catch-up contributions, and they raise the numbers just about every year. So you can right. stock a little bit more too. And the other side to that is how are you contributing? So yeah. you know, I use our firm as an example. We have a traditional 401k option and a Roth 401k option. Okay. You know, are you from a tax perspective? Does it make sense to to take the deduction now and do the traditional option, and then your your money's taxed down the road, or does it make sense to, hey, let's go ahead and and put some money in the after tax bucket, the Roth bucket, and and still get it tax deferred, but that money comes out tax free down the road. Uh, you know, looking at your not only your tax situation now and what you need now when it comes to planning, but also planning for the future and future changes in tax law. Yeah, you, you got to pay your future self, right? So make sure at the minimum that you're evaluating that here in this new part of the first, you know, first part of the year that you're contributing at least the match, right? And then look at some of these other options that mm-hmm. Sean just highlighted. So uh, if you're not doing nothing, you know, if, if you ain't doing nothing, as good English would dictate, <laughs> to make sure you get started. Um, all right, number three, gathering that tax info. So don't be like me, Sean. Don't wait to the last minute. Now, I've gotten better over the years, but I've been working with my CPA for a number of years now. And I kid you not, he used to about the third year would send me just an email that said, dude, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> because he, he, knew done. The, right, he knew at this point I was dragging my feet and he was getting frustrated with me. And so rather than sending me some nice long email and telling me the virtues of this, that, or the other, he was just now like, get it. <laughs> Get Let's it go. Me. Come on. <laughs> right. So it's a great time. Get it. Pull it together. Plus, it makes your life easier and it helps with your retirement planner and your financial advisor, all that stuff. Uh, and I get I get it from our CPA every year. I actually just signed every year. I have to sign a letter of engagement with him, which he knows I'm not going anywhere. But, you know, I, I get it. Right. And uh, I'm waiting because they, they digitally send us a planner. You know, all yeah, the changes, yeah. all the things that yep. we've done, you know, have you contributed 529s? Have you, what were your retirement savings like? You know, did you sell any businesses or sell any property or anything like that? And, you know, my wife at this point in time, she'll start to collect everything that we get. And so we folder it up around February 15th. I get it to him because I'm not one that likes to wait. Uh, you know, we get our, our business tax returns done in, in March if we can. We get the the personal ones done in March. As soon as I have everything, I want it done. I don't want to deal with it anymore. And quite honestly, I don't want to be that guy with my CPA either. Right. Yeah. That is forcing him to work like crunch time till midnight on April 15th. Yeah. Like, yeah I exactly. want to be one that if I can get everything to him early, let's get it done. We're out of the way. We're filed. And then he doesn't have to worry about us. He can worry about his other clients. Oh, as yeah. Well. I've talked to so many business owners too that are like, Basically, my CPA used to just file an extension without even asking. 
because he mm-hmm. knew I was going to be late, right? So he every year he would just do the, I'm just doing it. I'm not even going to see if they want to do it. I'm just doing it. You know, so if you've been working with somebody long enough, they start to know you. They start to know your habits. But, hey, why not make their life easier? Not only that, make your own life easier. Like, we started finally. I mean, it's such a simple thing, Sean, right? We just got a little accordion, accordion file, and throughout the year, we just dropped the stuff in there, you know? And everything's so digitalized now that – Yeah. And the way that I look at it, like, you know, my CPA is going to be a busy guy. If I can lower some of the stress by getting done early, yeah, that's what I want to do. Exactly. Well, and really, this just comes down to an overall retirement health. So as we get into the new year, like we said, new year, new me, typically on our uh, you know resolutions. Now, the time we're taping this, it's uh, I think we're going to drop this this week, and today is, what, the 11th, I think. So mm-hmm. uh, many people have already chuck the resolutions out the window after just 10 days. <laughs> but, you know, whether you're getting fit or you're getting financially fit, whatever the case is, it's a good idea to go ahead and review that overall retirement health. And I imagine you guys start ramping back up as well uh, in the new year, starting to assess and get clients on the books for, you know, uh, the annual conversations and so on and so forth. Yeah, we're in our in the process right now of I really like to coordinate my year in advance. It it sets expectations with the families we work with. Um, it allows me to have a little bit of calendar control as far as my scheduling. And so right now, at least with the families that we represent, we're we're either reviewing or we're in the process of of reaching out and yep. and getting an idea of what our review schedule looks like. It doesn't necessarily need to be set in stone appointments here, here, and here. We're also looking at all right. If we're let's review in February and August. Let's review in May and November. Let's you know let's schedule that out. And if there's like pressing action items that need to happen, whether it's hey you need to file for Social Security or you know you need to start income from a certain source, we notate that so we know in our reviews. Hey, this is what we're go- we're going to cover at least partially in the in the meeting, so we can continue to move your plans forward as necessary. If you haven't built a plan, like now's a good time because a lot of people are thinking about it. You know, get out there and and get a good understanding on what does planning a planning process look like to help me make decisions from where I sit right now to ultimately where I want to be and find that advisor that can that can do that for you. Yeah, exactly. So, it's the new year, get the checklist rolling, get some of these things knocked out. Uh, you probably want to head in the right positive direction anyway. So if you're already working with Sean, then you should probably be taken care of already or they're going to be reaching out to you. If you're not, uh, consider giving them a jingle. Stop by the website, elevatemyretirement.com. That's elevatemyretirement.com. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher. We have the podcast website as well, which gives you all the past episodes and so on and so forth. That's retirementelevatedpodcast.com, retirementelevatedpodcast.com. Sean, thanks for hanging out, buddy, and sharing the checklist with me. I appreciate you. Talk to you in a couple weeks. Thanks, man. Talk to you soon. We'll see you next time here on Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee, Managing Partner at Elevated Retirement Group. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisors.